Just a few moments. Huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, you get a chance to pat Josh on the back. Uh, he That snow shovel, in the, in, 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 we might need to replace it because, boy, he went to... No. Friday morning, he came with his skid steer, and uh, um, he won't take a dime for that, but he cleared off the lot and give a couple days for the son to, yeah. <clears throat> We're blessed to have that ability and someone that willing just to do it without, he just said, hey, I'm going to take care of it Friday morning. I don't have to worry about it, so, so we're thankful for that. Uh, this morning, I'm going to talk to you for a few moments on the message I've entitled, The Joy in Discovery. The Joy in Discovery. Matthew chapter 13, if you throw it up for me, Matthew chapter 13, it should be the one, uh, the one slide I made for you. Matthew 13, I believe in verse 44. If you throw it up on the screen, I'm going to read one verse for you, and we're going to talk about that just for a moment. Um, I just want to give you a little excitement, as many of you have been trying to keep you up on the things that I can tell you. Um, but uh, yesterday, uh, uh, Zach and Janessa's house went on the market. And by yesterday morning, they had a contract. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they had an offer, and they accepted it last night. But the, the lady that's made an offer has made a ridiculous offer. That's above and beyond the asking price. Tell me God don't show himself in some things, right? Word of God this morning says, and again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and hid, and for the joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys the field. I like that where it says, for the joy over it, he goes and sells. There's more to this life than what we can see, folks. So I got this thinking, I got to studying this, Brother Virgil, and what is it, God, that you're trying to show me? I got hung up on this verse this week, and I thought, you know, we're continuing this kingdom of heaven, uh, you know, kingdom of God kind of theme here. And, and I, I come across this and I got hung up on it. I began to dig it out and find out what it was that God was trying to show us. And um, I found some interesting information I want to share with you this morning. But it's important for us to un understand the culture of the time. You see, in Bible times, um, it, it was not for the ordinary folk to go down to the local Bank of America. Um, uh, TD Bank was not in existence at the time. There was banks at the time, but ordinary folks like myself would not have used banks. So what they've done is the next best thing is they dug a hole and they buried it. Uh, we got, can I go ahead and add a little tidbit here and tell you that there's too many treasures in the church that are buried in a hole and not being recovered. <laughs> we need to dig them up because the value is found in what we put treasure in. Oh, you better listen when I got to say this morning. So again, he finds himself in this situation that he comes across a, a treasure that I've obviously been uh, buried some time before and and i got some more to share with you we'll get to preaching here in just a moment so bear with me now the details of which how this man come upon it is really not what's important during this time of of jesus's time we know that the roman government roman law was what was in effect but day-to-day -day, uh doings if you will the 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 
business of the day was always done somewhat still yet under Jewish law. So they would still operate for the most part under Jewish law. And so according to this law, the law says this, what finds belongs to the finder. What you find belongs to the finder. You know what God is looking for in the church of God on Harlan Road this morning? Someone that's willing to find something and possess it. The problem we have in the church too many times is that we don't want to find anything. We want to come to church on a Sunday morning and have the preacher tell us a thing. This man had the right to whatever he had found. Now, he could have very well went to this field. He could have very well dug it up, come across it. He could have took it home, put it on the shelf, whatever the treasure is. It don't really matter. What matter is that something about this treasure was so very vital and so very valuable that he bought the entire. I wonder if his thought process was that if I found this nugget here, then I, wa- I wonder, I wonder what other nuggets I can find. So instead of somebody coming along and finding in my, in my prize field, I'm going to go ahead and possess it so that it's all mine. Try to get this. So the point at which we are to come to is to notice this in this parable. That's, there was a great joy in his discovery. There was something about what this man found that was a thing that gave joy. We know that based on the scripture. And for the joy over what he had found, he buys the field. You know what happens when you buy something, Brother David? You can't just decide one day to get up and leave. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. When you truly, when you buy your house, you don't show up there once a week. You find yourself there every single day. God is looking for someone that is willing to buy the field because if you buy the field, you'll stay there every single day. It's time in the last days in which we are living, church, to stop being Sunday morning Christians and be Monday through Friday and Saturday and Sunday and do the very best that we can because God is wanting us to buy the field. He's wanting us to take up residence. I know it's simple, but how too many oftentimes do we overlook the simplicity of the scriptures? God is looking for a possession, someone that's a possessor to take back because much of what we do in the church is all based on Jewish wedding feast and laws. We do the same thing. So God is saying, listen, whatever you're willing to find, It's yours. But we got to find this joy. we got to find the joy. So 
We've got to be willing to give everything to everything to, to buy the treasure because we got to come to the place of have an impossible doubt that, that, we, that we, can, we cannot do anything but possess the field. The field is where God has planted us. I'm looking at folks this morning that are buried treasure. You have been buried in the treasure called the church. And God's saying, I have put you there. I planted you there. And I want you to be a part of this field. But when I come along, I want it. I want someone to come along and find you. And find the value. And then when they find the value in you, that you will be able to convince them to buy the field. How are we going to grow a church? People need to find the treasures sitting in the pews on this Sunday morning and realize that the treasure is here. And when people come a digging and doing the normal things, they'll find you and find the joy of it. <laughs> That's good preaching right there if I do say so myself. So number one, the discovery, it happened all in a day's work. We cannot get away from this thing called work. Just thank Adam and Eve for that. Or Adam, however, depends on when we discuss that topic. Shame on Adam for not watching his wife. Now, hush it up up here. So it's all in the day's work. It takes work. God expects us to work for it. It don't just happen because we woke up today. God don't bless you just because you exist. He don't bless you just because you got saved one day. He blesses you because you work for what he's doing in your life and you're able to. You see, this man, he stumbled. He stumbled upon this, this treasure in his daily business, Brother Jim. He was he was in that apartment building and he was cleaning that nasty old junk out from the drug dealers that just left. And in the midst of you doing your daily routine, God shares something with you about what you're doing. That is the treasure found in the field. Because the best thing that we can ever experience is not the words I speak, but it's the words found in the pages of the B-I-B-L-E because that is where the treasure is found. But he wants the treasure to be found in the field. We are the field. We are the field, church. We are the field. Now watch this. So it happened in all his work. He, he was digging deep. He was not scratching the surface. Oh, I wish somebody would get this. He was not, he didn't find the buried treasure because I, I, I have to believe for a moment that when, when somebody was digging, because what would happen, a little more information, what would happen is they would, uh, especially during this time, there's a lot of war and unrest and stuff. So when they would hide stuff, they hid it deep enough that nobody would find it. I'm sure that they covered over with leaves so that nobody would come across and say, looks like a fresh dog, I'm going to dig that up. So they would have dug it deep. And so in order for this man to have found this doing his normal daily routine, whatever it was, he had to have been digging deep and not scratching the surface. You see, scratching the surface is what we do when we 
open up our devotional book. Oh, that's okay, and, and we should do things of that nature. But if your daily Bible reading only consists of your devotional, you ain't going to find any discovery. You know why? Because you're reading somebody else's. You didn't find your own. We can't only find God in the church. We can't only find him on a Sunday morning. God is looking for us to come in on a Sunday morning and say, God, I've been studying your word this week and I found this and I, I want to find that. And Sunday I want to be, I want to be lifted up. I want, I want to, I want to walk out of here clean. But I want to start Monday morning seeking after something I ain't found before because can I tell you that you cannot live long enough to find everything that God is trying to tell you. You cannot live on this earth long enough, but I promise you, you'll find everything that God wants you to find if you'll work for it. So he's dug and he's done his business. And Have you ever... Maybe you don't find satisfaction in doing your daily, you know, when you worked or, or when you work now. I know Sister Anna's enjoying not having to do her daily. Um, <laughs> she's probably been saying praise God every day since she got retired. So praise the Lord. But 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 there's there's a satisfaction. You ever worked in the yard and and you, know, you raked up the leaves or I do it the the lazy guy way. I put gas in the leaf blower and. <laughs> Have you ever got the yard cleaned up and trimmed it all up in the summertime? It's all nice and green. It's rained enough. And you, and you sit out there with a good old glass of iced tea. There ain't nothing more satisfying. Well, I, I would correct that. It's actually more satisfying to see my son doing the grass mowing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I told him the other day, I said, listen, I can make decisions if I'm still buying your French toast sticks. And as long as I'm buying your French toast sticks, I'll do whatever I want. When you're like Anthony, I run into him at Aldi's buying his groceries. You can decide whatever you want. He's in his own house. And I, don't care, I don't care what he does with it. But he buys his own groceries too. It's funny. Number two, discovery is found in God's will. We find God and discover things tremendously in God's will. When we find ourselves in God's will, so here's how we do it. Any sacrifice is worth it for the kingdom. Are we on the same page? Any sacrifice in which we can take is worth it for the kingdom. If God says do, if God says yes, and God wants us to do such and such based on what the Bible says, then we are going to strive for the kingdom, and that is doing the will of God. Like the man finding suddenly, we find him suddenly in the flash of the times at which we the illumination of our life begins to just explode. We find him in the moments where he begins to show himself to us. So we, we, we find the treasure suddenly we come across it, and he's wanting us to buy it. We could do like many, on, many Christians do every Sunday morning. They come in, and they find the treasure. They hear about it, hopefully. And they say, yeah, that's pretty. That looked good in my life. Hmm. I just don't know if it's worth it. 
I don't, I don't know if it really matters enough. And, the, and they sit it down with good intentions. But you see the way we buy it? We buy the field as we pick it up, Sister Dawn, and, and say, you know what? I don't want to take the chance of missing out on another treasure like this in this field. I'm going to buy it all. What are we talking about? We're talking about being sold out, church. My goodness, if we've got a problem in the church, it's this. We are not sold out like we ought to be to God. And people are coming along looking for the church, looking for the joy that we talk about, and they can't find it because we're not buying the field. This is a reminder. Joy is found in the discovery, but joy is also in making a purchase and being concrete and going to that home or that piece of property. I don't care if you buy a field. You're probably going to visit that field once across a week looking at it. Why? Because it belongs to you. All right. So self-denial. To take on disciplines. To help to abandon habits. And ways of life can, can all be different in, in, in our wills and, and how God has working in our lives our disciplines are different but God begins to work in those disciplines so there's no matter no there's no other way to uh to peace of mind except for selling out to God we've got to be sold out let's look at this a little different way we've kind of talked about it but I'm going to get direct number one Christ is the treasure Christ is the treasure in the story. To simplify this the best I possibly can, he is the hidden treasure. And church, we've got to dig. We can't just come up upon a field, look at it and say, hmm, that would be a good place to plant. But if you don't do it, what would happen if, and I use Josh because I, he's a farmer, what would happen if here in about a month or so, he didn't go, he didn't, he's already got it taken care of, but let's just say he hasn't. He's already got the seed bought. Why? Because it's his livelihood, because it was worth it to buy it early. It's worth it to buy into Christ early. But what would happen if 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 he if he bought all of this, and he, 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 he got saved according to, you know, you sell out to God. And then he let that pallet of seed, or several pallets probably, set in the barn. And then come harvest time, he gets the combine out, and he gets to the field and looks at the field and says, what happened? Sister Ann, would you be happy about September? You looked in your field and there was nothing there because the farmer didn't do his job. Our, our job is simple. It's to sell out. Be sold out. <laughs> oh, boy. And there's such joy into putting work into something. You know, when, when, when you come and you, and you serve and and, and, and you work for God and you do things that you know God's calling you to do, there ain't no greater joy. 
There's no greater enjoyment in life but to know that you're pleasing to God. So number two, the gospel is the field. Isaiah 12 and verse 3 says, Therefore, with joy will draw water from the wells of salvation. Hmm. Whoever will, will should dig in the field. Take your Bible out and dig for hidden treasure. I promise you, if you'll dig hard enough and dig long enough, you'll get past the milk of the word, which is where God wants us. Number three, and I'm almost done. I'm getting there. It's a great thing to find the treasure in this field. There's joy in it. John 5 and 39 says, You search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and these are which they which testify of me. Jesus Christ is the word. Man, if we'll just seek in his word and sell out to it and search and dig and strive and say, God, show me something I've never seen before, I know he will. Because that's God's greatest desire is that we'll get close to him. Number four, you can go ahead and come on up. I'm, I'm done. When we find this treasure, We also should hide it. Was it not David that says, Your word I hide in my heart that I may not sin against thee? When you find the nugget, when you find that value in the gospel of Jesus Christ, and I know many of you have, I'm not saying we haven't, I'm just encouraging you to dive a little deeper. When we find that nugget, hide it. Because someone's going to come along and be looking in the field, and they're going to come up along next to you, and they're going to look at you, and they're going to see whether or not you have the joy in which you say you do. But guess what the excitement of that is? Is when they see the joy in you because you sold out to the field, guess what's going to happen to them? They're going to buy the field. We need some folks that don't know him as their personal savior to buy the field. Because when they buy into the gospel, it'll change their life for the good and they'll never turn back. But they need to find joy. And in this field this morning, there's many in here that's just full of joy, full of great things that God has done for you and showed you and blessed you with. And we need people, we need souls to come and find that joy. Let's remain joyful. Let's remain sold out and let's strive for him. Will we do that together? Stand to your feet this morning. They that are willing to buy their discovery willing to invest in the discovery not only find joy but they themselves will always also be found when we find joy in our discovery which we have fought and sought and worked for when we find that joy 
you will find who you are. And I know that we know we know our names, we know where we live, we know all these things, but there's always, 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 always further that we can strive, further that we can dig, further, church. There's so much in God we could never hardly even scratch enough of it up to be a smidget. But we need to act like we want to know everything about God because that's where God wants us. We need to be desiring God. Are we going to do that? I hope we will. Let's be sold out. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this time. I thank you for every soul that's come in this building. God, everyone that's been able to watch us online, and I pray, God, that you have been blessed by not only, Lord, the receiving of the word, but, God, the word spoken that come from you. God, I know that you have spoken revelation to people in this building this morning and those online. Father, I pray that you would grow that in them. Give them a desire like none before. Lord, it's simple. Just seeking you and digging and working for it, it's not hard. We just got to do it. Help us today, God, to be faithful. Be with them, God, as they leave the day, and let them be blessed. And Lord, let them be safe on the roads. And until we come back together again, I ask that blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Have a wonderful afternoon.